Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what's going on in the nerdy world. I'm CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. I'm back! Yes, the Burnstons are whole again! My the, the, the void that was in my heart is now filled. You were you were with me a day before recording. Like <laughs> No, but it wasn't it was it was wonderful and joyous, but it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we got a lot to talk about this week. A lot of things happened in the nerdy world, but I have two things of follow up that I just want to hit real quick, like lightning round style. Uh, so then we can go on to move on Lightning to the, the wonderful topics. Remember a few weeks ago where we talked about that Samsung TV that looks like a, a picture frame? Yes. And we were all like, why? But at the same time, cool, but why? Well, Samsung has just didn't, announced. Wait, didn't, didn't I say it'd be cool if there were a bunch of small ones? Yeah. Like, well, wasn't that part of my argument? That was part of your argument. And now we have a 43-inch version that's joining the 55 and 65 models. Did enough people buy the 55 and 65 to just it's still this? It's still too big. What I want, what I want is like 27, 27-inch TVs, frames. Like, I want them all yes. over the house. Yes. Like antitrust. Which is yeah, like that. Up. Which making is what I brought up. making awesome. scary paintings at me. Yes. I'm all for that. Can we make that? Can we can we write Samsung? Can that happen? Can that happen? I, I mean any, anything's possible. Go ahead and try. All right. All right. Next part of our lightning round is is this. Hey, remember uh Samsung used to also make smartphones that uh blew up? Remember how they, you know, exploded with the note? So there's going to be a new note coming out, and they put out this this ad. That says, thank you so much for believing in us. And it's a thank Don't you. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that note, seven. <laughs> it's called a thank you note. So they have this little thing about like, thanks for being, you know, uh, all for us. And it's basically kind of like. Listen, listen, listen. We really, really love your second degree burn scars. <laughs> we love every inch of you. Thank you for being loyal. It's really, it's, I mean, it's, isn't it dumb? Isn't it dumb? You want to hear, you want to hear what everyone's comparing this to for Apple? Because of course you have to compare this to an Apple gaffe. Being courageous? There's two. Actually, there's two that they're, <laughs> they're apologizing for is antenna gate, right? So the fact that they were just like, hey, sorry, you don't know how to hold the, the new iPhone. Here's a case. Uh, and then the other one was uh, Mobile Me. And if you remember Mobile Me, you're a, you're a true Apple fan because that's a deep cut right there. Antenna gate? Yeah, remember AntennaGate with the iPhone no. 4 on AT&T? If you held the phone the wrong way, it would kill all your signal. I want you to think of the first iPhone I bought because you sold, sold it to me. Oh, that's right. I did. What version of iPhone was that? I think it was the iPhone 5, wasn't it? It was indeed the iPhone 5, so I know nothing of AntennaGate. Anyway, uh, Samsung says thank you for buying their phones that exploded, and we're sorry that it exploded, and the new one won't explode no more. So just wanna, no explosions. put that out there. We promise no splodies. No splodies. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Thornton. Right, the reason that, that we're all here right now is because he again just put on a master class on how to tell you what's coming out this month in the movie theaters. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the blockbuster for September 2017. I do not have a theme song for this, I'm sorry. So Brian, why don't you walk us through what's coming out in theaters and we can kind of give our gut reactions as to what's coming out. September eighth. Want you to hold on to your butts. Because <laughs> uh the remake of Stephen King's It is in theaters on September 8th. I don't know about you. 
Um, but I know plenty of people who are scared of clowns that I will try to force to see this movie. I want to see this so badly, I and I know to what's going to happen if I do. He's going to just violently punch people. Violently punch people. I um, really, like, I. this is the one sort of horror movie that I'm going. But I, Josh, I have, I Josh, if you see it, you'll float too. I don't want to. You'll float I don't... too! <laughs> you'll float too! <laughs> I want to. I want to properly. I want to properly warm up for this. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. There we go. Hard pass. You're hard passing on it. Why? I will never watch this movie. Why? Because this movie is not my genre at all. Listen, horror is not my genre really either. But I can appreciate a good scare and a good story when I see it. And this looks good on both fronts and the acting looks solid and everything. Absolutely. About this looks good. I am not saying this is a bad movie in any way, shape or form. This movie is going to be great. If this is your genre, you're going to love this. This movie is going to get critically acclaimed. It's going to make a ton of money. It's already gotten this movie acclaimed. is, is going to be great. And it's a good movie. I will never watch it. All right. Well, you are missing out, sir, but I will say this. I don't know if uh, you folks know, but Alamo draft house, movie theater that is known for doing some some big events is uh, allowing you to see it in a theater filled with clowns oh no no no, no. no. The, the headline no, the next no. day is gonna read burns murders <laughs> theater that is a bridge it. too far i would i would <laughs> get locked up i would be as i'd be a serial killer i'm not kidding look i'm terrified watching the trailer and i never saw the first movie because i'm terrified it's not it's not just the scary stuff. You add a layer with the clown and like just watching the trailer. I'm going, I hate it so much, but it looks like it's going to be really good. But yeah. I don't want to murder a room full of clowns, Brian. <laughs> so I kind of feel like then, you should make sure I don't could they be the showing. Could they be juggalos? You would be justified at that point. Uh, oh, juggalos <laughs> are justified in killing. Absolutely. Spray them with Fago and kill them. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was awesome. I threw, I figured I'd throw that out there. Uh, but moving on to September 15th, um, no, no, um, amazing movies. Uh, American Assassin is coming out. I'm sorry. It's, this is my birthday weekend and I figured I'd go see a movie, but apparently this not. is, this is going to be a good movie. This is going to be a good Assassin, movie. It's going to be a good movie, but is it a movie that you are going to see it in the theater? I would be interested in seeing this in the theater because I've seen Whoa. what what Michael Keaton has done recently. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's back. And and I am very interested in everything Michael Keaton does right now. Wow. I really would have thought that this was, a, yeah, I'll totally go see this movie when it comes out on iTunes. No, I'm so surprised. No. I, I, this, is a, this is one of those movies that I would want to see midweek. This, um, this, this week, my wife and I, we signed up for MoviePass. We actually pulled the trigger nice. and got movie pass. So I would normally not see this movie uh, in the theaters. However, with movie pass and this only being but it's free ten dollars essentially, right? For the whole, no, it's not ten dollars. How many movies you see whole, that month? for the whole month? How many movies are you going to see in September? Um, guarantee at least four. That seems light. I know which four they are. But even if that were the case, it's two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, so basically free. Right. Yep. It's it's so, essentially anyway, free. If but if I didn't have it, if I didn't have Movie Pass, I would not see this movie. All right. Well, fair enough. But I mean, eventually you would see this movie, right? Yes. Yes. Just not in theaters. Okay. But I, I I will see this in theaters thanks to Movie Pass. What's next, Brian? Mothers. Uh, that's the horror movie by the same director, uh, Darren 
Aronofsky, who Hard did pass. Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan. Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Whoa, Javier whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I just hear it. a hard pass from Mr. Hard Burns? Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass from Mr. Burns. Um, hard pass. I, 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 I want to – I'm not going to do a hard pass, but this is not a movie I'm going to be rushing out or even streaming on demand right away. Darren Aronofsky, as a director, is fucked up. I don't know if you've ever seen Regular for a Dream in, in or order, Black Swan. In order to convince my inner child that – it can see it. I have to hard pass on anything else that might be remotely scary. Okay. See, for this movie, it's again. I I I like the director. He's done a lot of weird, weird shit. Right. Weird. I weird. I, I am intrigued with this movie, but not enough to plunk down money. However, my wife is extremely excited to see this movie, so I'm going to be dragged against my will to it. Uh, so I'll end up seeing it, but I I don't want to, but I, but I'm going to. I'm sorry to hear that you have a wife who drags you to theaters and sees movies, whether they're good or bad. That or that suck, you, DJ. or that you have a will that is so malleable. Seriously, no, it's the movie over. pass thing again. It's drop off the kids and for two dollars and fifty cents, I'm seeing the movie. She can't go. She can't go with a friend. Like, does it have to be you? You're 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 implying that my wife has friends. <laughs> and that's just good thing true. she doesn't listen to this podcast yeah good thing because that's be staying in the show that's fine because she knows it's true so it's okay uh september 22nd is a week that i'm excited mm. for mm-hmm. we uh we got kingsman the golden circle coming out i am totally seeing this opening night midnight showing gotta see this movie we we don't need to talk about how awesome this movie is we're all going to see it it's going to be freaking amazing all right, uh, but also that that week is the Lego Ninjago movie coming out. Ninjago, uh, nin- Ninjago. Sorry, <laughs> I threw in an extra N. On the surface, this movie looks meh, but everyone who's talking funny. about it—it's a Lego movie. I'm gonna go see it. Everyone yeah, who's talking about movie. it says it's actually really good. So, uh, Lloyd, I'm on board. Of course it is. It's good. I'll see it. It's just Lloyd. No, I named you. Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah, of course. My whole family's going to go see this with Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. The Bernstons. The Bernstons. To the movies. Going to the movies. Um, so, yeah, definitely going to see Lego, Lego Ninjago. I'm sure that's going to be a great time. Um, September 29th, we've got the remake of Flatliners coming out, people. Boo. Who's Ellen Page. This movie? Ellen Page. Boo. I, I actually, I, I don't think I'd go see it in the theater, but I'll watch it. it no, looks not, no, not theater. No, not theater. No, no, no. But I'll, I'll buy it on iTunes for Most sure. Most definitely. Pass. I mean, did you, did you hard pass? No, I just said pass. Did you see Flatliner, CJ? The original. Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, the original one, yeah. Bacon. I mean, great. We don't need a new one. No, we do. No, we, we absolutely don't. do need a new one. We not need with this cast. It- What's wrong with the cast? This cast is no one's. Ex- I, 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 enjoy your Maggie Gyllenhaal cast. That's going to be nothing but cardboard cutouts with no emotions. It's going to be so boring. It's going to be no. I don't. I want to see it just for the theme song that's in the Flatliners trailer. The- <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm so yet sorry. Another, there's someone in your car who just crashed and died. Yet and- another <laughs> ringtone, CJ. I need that. <laughs> Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, sent, Melissa makes things happen. So just leave this in the show, and Melissa will send it to me as a ringtone. She's done it before. <laughs> I, I I can't because dogs. It, you can't have that in the vicinity. Of I don't look. I've never. There's never going to no be more. dogs no near for... me. I need that 
as like that's a perfect text tone because people be like, "That's very interesting. Where'd you get that?" <laughs> oh, your speaker's broken, sir. I, do you know that? You know that your phone's broken. All right, go ahead. I I'm sorry. It. I need it now. Okay, hold on. Then, then do me a favor. I, I am apparently very cynical about this movie, and it's not on my list. Why is this a movie I need to go see? I'm gonna give you one word. <laughs> I wish I had something to throw at you right now. <laughs> throw it at you so goddamn hard. I, I remember watching the first Flatliners and and being genuinely terrified, but not in like a like a horror kind of way. It was more of a thriller type movie, but not you know super duper scary. Uh, this seems like they've taken that and and ratcheted up a notch. Very interested to see how this story goes, how it plays out. And it's not a bad cast, and I can get behind Ellen Page. I, I I like her. I think she's great. I like Ellen Page too. Tell me another person in that cast. Nina Dobrev. That, you're not Josh Burns. The 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 villain from Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, that guy. Sure, Him. he's great. Okay, the guy from he's, Rogue One. I can't remember his name, but you're, he's in Rogue you're, One. You're, yep. I, I mean, I like. I've these seen people. these. I've, I've seen. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them. They're in stuff. Finally, the final movie. That will finally be in September for the final week. <laughs> it's uh, a movie that we we have uh, finally spoken about uh, a couple times. Finally. Uh, finally. And it is uh, American Made starring Tom Cruise. Uh, it's Blow V 2.0. It's Blow V 2.0. Uh, I, I, this is one of those movies that if I have some time, I'll definitely go see it because I like Tom Cruise. He runs yeah. a lot. It's always not, fun. Not in the theater. This, this movie I mean, is getting... I'm not in a rush. This movie is getting... This movie is getting shat on by a couple of critics. Uh, oh, I, I'm definitely going to buy it when it's five I, bucks on iTunes. I still think this movie looks good. And if I'm let down, I'm let down. Whatever. I lost my $2.50. But uh, I'm going to go see this. This is a movie I'm actually legitimately excited for. And I'm really worried about being let down. But I don't really care. I'm going to give nah, it a shot anyway. It doesn't anyway. matter. It's, gonna, it's a Tom Cruise movie. It's going to be good. Tom Cruise running, doing stuff. <laughs> running, jumping, climbing trees. Running, running jumping, jumping, climbing, climbing trees. trees. That's what I want to see out of Tom Cruise and him showing me money. Either way, I'm good. <laughs> That's the blockbuster, everybody. <laughs> that is now the theme for the blockbuster. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. It's now the theme for the blockbuster. We have it. Holy shit. I broke CJ. Oh, my God. Oh, my eyes hurt. So before we jump entirely out of the movies and and TV, uh, I have to thank you, Josh, because you sent a trailer to a a wonderful, hilarious movie that's coming out. It's called Killing Gunther. Uh, It's a large cast, uh, but mainly starring Arnold Schwarzenegger returning back to action comedy like uh, Jingle on the Way or uh, The Last Action Hero or, of course, Kindergarten Cop. Uh, there's a lot of SNL people that are in this, and I'm really curious to hear what you guys think about the actual trailer itself. Okay, that looks good. And it's not just the people from Saturday Night Live. The girl from New Girl is in it, as well as Colby Smulders, apparently. Yeah, but th- you only see her the once. and you. But it is, it's, it's Taron Killiam and a bunch of people from Saturday Night Live. I like... Taron Killiam. I do. So I, I don't have a problem with the movie. Uh, it's just, it's a spoof. It's a spoof flick. So it's it's going to be what it's going to be. I'm not going to go see it in the theater. 
It's a little interesting too because the the way that they're releasing this movie is they're doing it on a on demand video on demand on September twenty second and then hitting theaters select theaters on October twentieth uh, and then also available on on demand so it's not going to be a huge you, you know release. you know it's good you know it's good when it goes VOD <laughs> listen it just it, it it looks interesting this is a little independent movie there's no major studio behind this is why it's going VOD right away it looks funny though. It's 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 Saban films, right? Saban is the same people who did Power Rangers. Saban, my bad. It's Arnold. And regardless of how you feel about him as an actor, he's always freaking entertaining. So this is going to be enjoyable. Plus, Bobby Moynihan, who is from Saturday Night Live, is pretty funny as well. And that other guy who's married to Colby Smulders. I can't remember his name. Taron Killiam. He's like the guy that made the movie. Sure, that guy. So is anyone going to see it or no? Not in the theater. Not in the theater. No, not no. a theater. You know, but I mean, are you going to watch it? Like... I'll watch a VOD. All right, okay. <laughs> VOD. Let's see if anyone does. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the time of the show where we look at the world of comics. We see how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. <laughs> so, Brian, we have been following, apparently, it seems like every week for the last three weeks, we were getting news about the Titan series being released on the DC streaming service that we now have Dick Grayson cast. I purposely did not open this article because I wanted to hear it firsthand right here on the show. Let's hear it, CJ. Tell me who's playing Dick Grayson. Brendan Thwaites. Brendan Thwaites? What's he from? He uh, He's actually known from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, the movie that I didn't see. Yeah, the movie no one saw. Okay. Um. Again, a relatively unknown person taking over in this franchise. Right, which is exactly what we said last week. More people that I have no fucking clue who are in the show, the happier I am, especially with the biggest character on the team, K- a.k.a. the leader of the team, a.k.a. Uh, don't call him Shorty, aka Robin. Um, I think I, I'm looking at a picture of him. He looks good. He looks like he could play a young Dick Grayson. Um, I'm totally on board for this. So all all we have left now are Cyborg and Beast Boy, right? That's that's all we have to figure out for. Um, out of the core team, I mean, the, the Teen Titans as a team has had so many iterations and so many people come in and out. They can make this team whatever they want with whoever they want. Um, I would not be surprised. First off, I don't think Cyborg is going to be in this at all. He's in the movie universe, and I'm sure uh, okay. Berlanti is going to have a hell of a time trying to get him on the team if they wanted him. Sure. But there are so many other people they could use. Uh, you know, there's Wonder Girl, there's uh, Blue Beetle, there's Artemis, there's, you know, I mean, technically Kid Flash was a Teen Titan. They can throw him in from the Flash series if they really want to. Um, Lagoon Boy, Aqualad, like it goes on and on. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Um, so they can really they can make this team whatever they want. Um, I'm excited. So again, th- this is this is just yeah, all right. Keep keep doing this kind of casting. Oh, he was in Gods of Egypt too. Well, another movie I didn't see. Yeah, because it was bad. Right. Yeah. So here's the it other. It wasn't bad because of him. Just the movie was bad. The movie should not have been made. 
Yeah. So here's another okay. bit of, of comic book news, right? So, Brian, you actually asked Josh and I, who would like to go see Inhumans with me in theaters? To which Josh I know and I both replied, no nobody. One. No one would like to. It made me sad because I wanted to. Well, go, but it, I mean, come on. Don't inflict that on others. Yeah, but I don't like going to the theater alone. Well, the beauty of this specific showing is that there's going to be two dudes in there. And you two can choose how close you sit to one another. <laughs> Please note where the fire escape is and push him down so you get out first. Right, because that's going to be important. That's Listen, the first I'm way. hearing. I, or I, just I hope he climbs on the jungle gym the entire time. <laughs> Don't make I, that I'll a watch thing. that shit from the jungle gym. Listen, I know this is getting a lot of shit reviews. I've actually read some pretty good reviews about it, too. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. Did you did you see the and I have the link in the show notes, the interview that uh, some of the cast members were giving on the red carpet for the premiere? And my favorite quote uh, is that we're just kind of loosely basing this on the comics. I don't see what that has anything to do with how good a show it is. That we're loosely basing it on the source material like, hey, we're getting a lot of flack for not being close to the source material. Yeah, whatever. We don't really care. It's very nonchalant. I didn't know the flack was from not being close to the source Well, there's material. more to it than just it's a bad show. But, but, I mean, what do you think of the fact that that's the defense? The defense is, hey, don't uh, – the reason everyone's so harsh on this is because we're deviating from the source material. Well, it's loosely based on it to lighten up. Like, is that, a, is that a valid defense? Everything in the Marvel Universe is loosely based on the source Absolutely. material. Absolutely. But no one's explicitly come out and just kind of, like, made that their defense for why something's being bad. It, it disturbs me that, that that that's their go-to defense. Just just defend the show. Like, if you believe in the project, just defend the project. We're not... Listen, there's always going to be the uber nerds who are going to try and be like, this is close to the source material. Well, nothing in the Marvel Universe is close to the source material, and we all love it anyway. So just defend it as a show. If you think it's a good show, say that. Or if you think it's leading up to something, because this is only the first two episodes that are in IMAX, which the first two episodes of a series are never the best. The pilot is always just enough to get you interested. It always takes a, like a good four to five episodes, sometimes longer, depending on the series. I don't, I don't you... think it's a good show. I'm saying that now. I, I know you don't. I don't. But it always takes time to, for the show to find out what it's going to be how it gets its footing, who's going to be watching it. And if that's the case, fucking say that. Say, listen, there's a bigger plan in mind. There's only the first two episodes. Stick with it. You're going to enjoy it. It's like it's like watching the ninth doctor. You have to muscle through the ninth doctor to get to the really good stuff. It's the same thing here. If that's what the case is, say that. If it's not what the case is and you don't believe in the project, then yes, you're just going to say, oh, we're not going to keep it close to the source material. Well, no shit. That's my that's my two cents. Brian's angry. Not angry. I'm inebriated and I, I've run out of fruit by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? I've eaten six feet of fruit by the foot and it's not enough. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of Cape Talk. As we also know, I like to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, find the funny, and ask these gentlemen for their tech perspective. Josh Burns. TJ. Josh Burns, you actually uh, d- got some, some breaking news to me before the internet did, so you are actually my source for this uh, topic on tech perspective. I, I am your source. Google Wallet uh, made an update to their iOS application that now lets you send money via iMessage 
before Apple gets to implement that feature. Uh, and, and I'm even on the newest beta, and they still don't have it activated. So Google is being Apple to the punch on this. I am also on the newest beta on my beta phone. Uh, I could not believe when I saw that this was a possibility. So I immediately started sending dollars to people. Can you send? Can you send me some money? No, I will not. Uh, but I, I sent I sent dollars around to show people. Here's how simple this is. Now send me a dollar back. Most most of them did. The fact that Google beat Apple to something that they've actually been talking about for months and months. Yeah, they talked about it at WWDC. On their own device is is a pretty big deal. Here's the bigger deal, I think. Uh, if you have an Android phone, you can't do this. Yeah. That's hilarious that Google went, you know who's more important to us right now? Apple users. Like, we need more Apple users. Can we get more Apple users? How do we do that? This is actually a really good way to do that for people who are already using Google Wallet to get way ahead of whatever the Apple Pay option in iMessage is. That's a big deal. Now, this isn't the first time that Google has made an iOS feature first before bringing it over to Android. So, I mean, this isn't completely out of of left field. However, um, what was that feature, though? What was the last thing they did? It was a uh, the there was a photo application that turned yeah. live photos into gifs and good. It wasn't on Samsung and stuff like that. It was on. It's wonderful. Right? Is it is it as innovative? Oh as no way! Sending money no, peer to peer, and and I mean it was so easy to do it. Now the only thing is like I had to re-download Google Wallet because I don't use Google Wallet. Well, who doesn't use Google Wallet? You're the anomaly. I don't use Google Wallet. You don't use anything digital, and I hate you. I have a real wallet. It's got Spider-Man on it, and it's got monies. Josh, I think if you pull our, our listeners, I think a lot of them are also not Google Wallet users. However, they need they need to be using Google Wallet amongst other digital payment applications. It's super listen, simple. PayPal and um, – oh, God, what's the – PayPal's nowhere near no, as convenient as Google the, Wallet is, is or not, Venmo. Wait, Venmo. Venmo is the one that I've actually used with people like this. Now, listen, here's here's why this is a deal, and this is why we're talking about it. It's because it's directly in the the iMessage application. Like, you don't leave iMessages to do you this. You never leave messages. It's all there. And it's really easy, intuitive, and, and very fast. Like, I got the money, like, immediately and then sent you back the, the dollar. So, you know, we were even at the end of the day. But it, it was just – it's really, really, really good. Interesting, again, to see Google bringing the feature before Apple and before bringing it to Android devices, which, again, not completely out of, you know, out of character, just interesting no, thought but to, to on, bring up. So just, just to follow up, on an Android phone, uh, you can receive the money, but when you click it in your text app, it asks you whether you want to open it in Google Wallet or Chrome. So you still have to leave the app. You can you can do it. So you can you can CJ send money to people with Android phones. Right. But they just have to you know launch it in another app, which is super inconvenient and something that Apple users don't have to suffer. So speaking then of Google, continuing on uh, continuing on Google's path, uh, ARKit on on iOS uh, 11 in the new beta has been very well received by developers some amazing things we talked about it right the fact that there's now people who are making short films based off of ar kit so google has come out with their own ar answer it's called ar core uh it's very similar to ar kit uh but it's a little less refined right now than what apple's currently doing but that's because hey they just launched it like ease up now this is like the 
third attempt, if I remember correctly, of Google doing some kind of augmented reality. The biggest one, uh, of course, being a partnership with Lenovo and a couple other people for Project Tango, which has been up for years. But this Tangling is, again, it, yeah, you had to buy special hardware. It needed like nine different sensors. No one has a Tango device. Like no one has one. Uh, this, though, is something that you can put on almost any phone, except the difference between Apple doing this and, and Android doing this is only select phones right now are capable of doing uh, AR core, but every iPhone that's on the market right now is capable of doing AR kit because they can all go up to, to iOS 11. Maybe not well, all. One, one, could, one could very easily assume that it is their flagship devices, which is basically the entire market anyway. I think competition is good. I think the two companies racing towards something is good for all of us. So I, I, you know, I love, I love that Google continues to innovate. Samsung continues to innovate because it forces Apple to not be complacent. So I, look, all this is good. I got no issue with anything. Uh, no, I, listen, I, I absolutely agree. The more competition we can get for augmented reality, the, the better. This is going to be on a lot of devices, on a lot of people, on both iPhone and Android. Uh, and I think it's a very exciting place for mobile phones. And I think, I mean, you look at the success of Pokemon Go and you look at some of the other applications that are coming out for this. And I, I'm telling you, it's going to change the way you shop for things. It's going to change the way you do gaming. And that actually brings us to our, our next subject, and that is Lenovo. Um, I, you may know the name and you haven't heard anything really good for them in a while. However, they made augmented reality glasses with a Star Wars exclusive game on them. Uh, so this is really interesting because you put your phone, any phone, iOS or Android, into a headset, and then it kind of puts it on the bottom of it and it projects the Star Wars game onto wherever you are within the real world. They have a lightsaber that you can hold and it feels like a real lightsaber. Just cut off the 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 the, the actual like sword part of it and a floor saber. sensor, right? And a floor sensor. And they have ways for you to go ahead and do lightsaber battles between Kylo Ren with Darth Vader, uh, with other people that are within the Star Wars universe. They have different challenges that are coming. But this looks incredible. Uh, the link is in the show notes, so you can go ahead and check out a quick uh, trailer for it. But I'm curious to see what you guys thought about this because it, it looks like such a unique experience. I don't have I don't have a palatial estate, so I don't have like a like dedicated. Uh, like great like VR ballrooms, rooms, yeah. ballrooms to have these battles in. But I'd love to hear what Brian. Uh, you kind of look like Luke Skywalker training on the Millennium Falcon. And that's actually one of the modes. I'm going to fight this robot and try to deflect all this shit. Um, now, this, this, this is going to be fun, really cool for a week. Really? <laughs> this is not something you're gonna play all the time over and over again. No. No, this way. this is something you bring out definitely for a parties, right? Where you, you bring yes, this out. Yes, for to... those rooftop parties. You know what else yes. I have for that? Your Nintendo My Switch. Nintendo Switch. But I also think this is something that maybe would even go into the esports uh arena. I think this is something nope. that you could adapt that way. Absolutely not. Why? Um, because esports is about um it's mostly competitive sports like games like Overwatch and FIFA and Super Smash Brothers. It's who can come out on top. Um, you're thinking of maybe speedrun courses, and I don't right. even think that's what that's this is going to be. Speedruns are mostly classic games like Super Mario World, yeah, all the and NES, Super Mario and, right, Brothers, right, right. and you know all that shit. This is going to be awesome for a hot second, and then everyone will forget about it, much like. Pokemon Go. That's Brian's tech perspective. 
That's <laughs> so it's uh, going to retail at launch for one ninety nine. That's including the headset, the lightsaber hilt, and the tracking beacon. I mean, two hundred bucks. That's not that. That's not no, that. Holy not that shit, dude! No. That's terrible. Absolutely not. I'd give this frowny faces all over the place. Uh, I mean, really, in in what respect could you justify spending two hundred dollars on this shit? I, I mean, I I would. I think it's cool, but I would definitely be at if someone if I was at someone's house. And they had this first thing I do. Hi, Howard. I don't give a shit. Give me give the Star Wars thing right now. Let's do this. Like, <laughs> I don't, pleasant trees. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in such a long time. Yeah. So what we need to hear from the listeners is who will buy one and then invite CJ. That's all I want to do, man. Listen, I own a VR headset for, for my PlayStation. It was amazing for a couple months and I'll play it every once in a while. But that, that's it. it. It's done. It, it, this is going to be the same flash in the pan. AR is better than VR. I think AR you. is better than VR. I feel you. I, I, I feel everything well, hold on. deep well, into before, my bones. Before you shit on the rest of ARB, there's one other AR franchise is that we need to talk about. the Walking Dead article that I it's put It's the there? Walking Dead one, yes. So the Walking Dead is also getting on board for the AR train, too. So they're doing a, a similar uh, concept uh, that we've kind of discussed with other games, too. You hold up your mobile device, uh, and now walkers are coming at you in a virtual environment. You can run away. You can move around. Uh, you have a weapon on the screen. Tap and interact to, to actually go ahead and shoot it. And you get a first-person, real-world experience of, of hunting zombies, but it's all done in augmented reality. So no clumsy headset. Uh, no need to buy a big rig. No need for a palatial estate. Out in the world, you can totally do this. Get people out in the world killing zombies. I, I think it's the first of its kind of location-based augmented mobile reality zombie killing game. It's kind of what kind of what people want. Will they advertise trading and battles with my friends and then never <laughs> give it to me? Uh, no. But don't worry, don't worry. Gen three legendary uh zombies are coming to this app. I but. don't. I don't hate the concept. I've modified it a bit, and I, I've downloaded an app that actually allows me in augmented reality to kill people that watch zombie shows. <laughs> I was waiting so for the Walking I, Dead hate to come out of Josh's. Uh, that's and that's what I've been doing for a while is walking around with my phone out while people are sitting on couches and virtually killing them while they watch stupid shows. Now I think this is a fun idea. I think no, just, it's a super fun idea. It's a super fun idea, but I, I think um, Th- this I see more of a Pokemon Go thing where hey, this t- takes over for a few is, weeks. It's going to take over and then for just, a month, and then it'll be. Bye. Right. It's going to be gone. Bye. Yep. I agree. All right. So now it is time for the nerd degree. The nerd degree is where that kind of nerd takes a look at a topic, a a situation, some technology, and we uh, give it the nerd degree. We asked our questions. Will this pass? Will this fail? I want to round out our conversation with AR, and I want to put it in a more practical sense, right? So let's get rid of gaming. Let's get rid of all of that. Let's do something that costs you, the user, $0 in order to interact with, but getting a great use out of it. And that is AR, an AR kit from Apple, being used to preview food before you buy it at restaurants. And the detail on this on this food is amazing it's blowing my freaking mind how detailed this uh, is. uh really anything uh that apple does you can sign me up for i think i think i'm on the record uh saying that a, about a billion times so this is a third-party company though selling these the service to restaurants through apple ar kit correct yes i has i has question go ahead 
Doesn't the picture on the menu give me a preview of what I'm about to order? Wait, wait, wait. Why are you going to restaurants with pictures, pictures on, on the, the menu. menu? I need you to see. Because I'm an uncultured swine, Josh. I need you to stop. I'm not sure. Like the only, I, I mean, like Denny's with the moons over my hammy is the only, that's the, the image that comes to my mind. Regardless if there's a picture in the menu or not, if I see in the description that it is a, a burger of some kind with <laughs> cheese and avocado, I know what avocados look like. Oh my God. I also know what lettuce and tomato looks like. And Brian, maybe like I, a I little think, I think there's a stark difference between of some kind. There's a huge difference between... My point is, I can imagine that in my brainscape, and then I can have cheeseburger. I don't need an app to do this. I really I really like this very much, especially when you go to restaurants that don't need to put pictures on their menus. It kind of... This really makes sense to me for uh, getting people involved in new food, trying new things. Look, and, and, and here's the example I will cite... I took CJ to dinner one time and I said, I'm just going to order. He's like, well, I was going to get a burger. And I'm like, you're not eating a fucking burger here. I'm going to order. We're going to have a bunch of food and don't look at the menu. Right. He starts eating the food. This is awesome. I'm like, that's liver. That's this. Right. And it was just a bunch of right. But when it came out, CJ, didn't it look amazing? The presentation is what sold it. And, and, and and the level of just, thought that went into the food uh better than just reading a menu description the presentation has nothing to do with how has food everything tastes. to do with the food no. brian it, no, no 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 what it had to do no. not with brian, how it brian, tastes brian, what it had to deal with is my ability to go ahead and try something i've never tried before if it was just a pile of slop slapped on a plate it's not gonna do it and this is better than a description just listen, reading something listen, listen seeing it in detail and the details unreal i mean i mean you see I see. I see the chicken sandwich that you sent to me, and it looks very, very detailed. It looks like a fucking chicken sandwich that I could imagine in my brainscape. I'm on board. We need to. Can we get? Can we get a vote? All right. So, so obviously, the way that we that we always do this, uh, A, B, C, D. What where you rate this idea? I'm giving this an A plus. This is uh, put. Give me more of this everywhere I go. I this I give this an A plus plus plus. Because that's my standard unit of measure. Absolutely. That's what you do every week. C minus. Wow. C minus. And I hate you a little. No, you don't. <sighs> All right. You're certainly entitled to the uh, wrong opinion. I, I, I would love to, to hear my opinion. He, listener, you talking to you one on one right now. Need you to go check out the show notes to go see just how awesome this this program is. And need you to to reach out to us on Facebook, on Twitter, to search that kind of nerd. And I want you to tell Brian how wrong he is and how close-minded he is about this goddamn situation. Or if you agree with him, you yell at Josh and I, and and we'll defend ourselves. I have a very have a very vivid ima- imagination. I can imagine a chicken sandwich. Okay, dude, the chicken sandwich is a different one. You can't imagine a dish put together the way they're putting dishes together in new American cuisine. You can't imagine. See, I've seen now, things. Here's the thing, Josh. Just just a couple weeks ago, Laura and I went to brunch at Bolite, which is an amazing restaurant in the Lehigh Valley, and it every course blew my mind the way it was presented, and it elevated the meal. Here's my problem. You use the word cuisine. It's an unknown word to me, and I'm going to take it as a sign of offense. Brian, 
I have taken you places and shown you food and you've gone, I'm not sure. And then you've tried it. And what happens? Josh, you and your knowledge of the, the food realm has nothing to do with. What I'm saying is you itself. could take someone, you know, to a restaurant and you, you could you say, could, hey, listen, this is not scary. See, you want to see the dish? It's not scary. Eat it. With, without me, you could envision the things that I would show to you without me there. And you go, you know what? That seems like something Josh would tell me to eat. I'm going to eat that. Josh, I, I agree that you have indeed shown me the world, but <laughs> I don't agree with you on this. I'm sorry. Oh, Again, Brian. please sound off. Right. Tell us if we're if Josh and I are just living a pipe dream and we're. That was my Hail Mary. It's over. So, listener, Brian and Josh absolutely love movies, right? You guys love the movies. We love the movies. We love them. But we know that every movie is not perfect, and Hollywood is going to go ahead and remake some of these, and they're going to cast the wrong people. So we're going to ask them to cast this. And this week, we're looking at Spaceballs. Spaceballs was not cast wrong, by the way. No, it was not. We're just, I think we're just doing it. We're just doing it 2017. And, and like I said, there's a sequel that's going to be coming out for Spaceballs. It's in the works. And Hollywood's going to make the wrong decisions. And I need you guys to set them right on who should be in this movie. So let me, I'm going to lay down some, some, some rules uh, for this week. And it's, it's thanks to Brian Roman, who's on our Patreon page. He got early access to the topics and wanted to go ahead and, and give us some suggestions. So I'm going to start, obviously, awarding points uh, for the rounds. However, if you suggest more than one person for the role, you will be awarded a half point if you win. So please choose your casting choices carefully. Brian is going to hate my cast so much. I think Josh might hate my cast. So here we go. This is going to be fun. So, Josh, why don't you tell me who the first person that we are uh, casting in this movie? Uh, I'll tell you what. I will announce my pick, but Brian, you pick the character, please. Uh, let's let's start with Lone Star. Okay, Lone Star, who was played by Bill Pullman in uh, Spaceballs, the original. I cast Channing Tatum. I hate you and everything you stand for. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a more perfect pick. Absolutely uh, fucking not. Go ahead and explain to me. No, no, no. Why no, 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 no. I want to hear your pick first, and then you guys can fight it out. Lone Star. I chose Chris Pratt. That was my second pick. <laughs> okay. So I Channing, chose Chris Pratt. So Channing Tatum and Chris Pratt. Josh, why is your pick better than Chris Pratt? Uh, I agree with Chris Pratt. I agree that it's the same as Channing Tatum. They just serve two different things. They're both comedic. Chris Pratt, a bit more rugged. Uh, I'll, I'll go Chris Pratt on this one. That's fine. I ha He was my second pick for Lone Star. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then uh, he was one, he was one, a one B. I went, Channing Tatum because of my pick for Barf. Okay, so uh, wow, just we're gonna give it to Brian. Brian, you've got one point on there. So uh, let's let's see who are we casting next, Brian? Uh, let's go with uh, Princess Vespa, who was originally uh, played by Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga, yeah, and she is the spoof, obviously, on Princess Leia. She so, is the spoof on Princess Leia. Brian, you won the last round. Who did you uh, cast? I won the last round, so I get to pick next. Yep. Um, I chose Ellie Kemper, who is from The Office. She does some voice work in like Lego Batman. She's the voice of the uh, Lego Brick, but uh, you probably also know her from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. 
Yeah, she's terrible, and I hate you're her. terrible, and I hate everything that you, you're about to say. Josh Burns, who did you pick? Brie Larson. Ooh, she's a better pick. She's capable of being badass, and she's capable of being lovable. She's cute and tough. Brie Larson's the right pick. So I actually like oh, both okay. of these. So Brian, I'm curious okay. to hear why yours is better than Brie Larson. So I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I, I do like Brie Larson, but I don't think vesper needs to be badass i think she just needs to be kind of uh, a funny relatable straight woman who can kind of play off of lone star um and she I think was super badass I, I, daphne zuniga was super badass so was princess leia who is the basis of this character i i understand i understand cj can you make a ruling for us well, I, I want to hear something from, from you, Josh, because there's there's one aspect about this that I'm curious about. I haven't seen Brie Larson in a comedic role, so I'm curious. That's not true. You have. 22 Jump Street. Oh, that's, that's right. That's not I true. You have. Scott Scott that. 21, 22 Jump Street. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that. Okay. I'll concede. I'll concede I was Brie say, Larson. So, I, actually, I, w- I would say uh, I'm going to give this to, to Josh for Brie Larson. So we we are one on one. Josh, you had mentioned Barf, uh, so I would like to go ahead and see how you are replacing the great John Candy uh, with Barf, which is the Chewbacca parody. Fat Jonah Hill. <laughs> Does he have to be fat? Is that the Fat Jonah okay, Hill? Fat Jonah, fat Jonah Hill. Fat Jonah Hill. Look, I was gonna go skinny Jonah Hill for helmet, but I went. You know what? Fat Jonah Hill would be way better as Barf. So Fat Jonah Hill. Okay. Y- you know what's funny? I actually I thought Fat Jonah Hill. I just thought Jonah Hill and then said, well, he's going to have to gain some weight. And then you went Seth Rogen instead. No, I didn't go Seth Rogen. I, I, I decided to go a little not weird, but different uh, with this. I chose Craig Robinson. Oh, OK. So Craig Robinson is also in the office. He's yes. the, the Daryl, the warehouse uh, worker, but he's also been in stuff like Pineapple Express. This is the end. Yep. Um, He's in the new show coming out called Ghosted. Uh, you know, he's been in a bunch of different stuff. I think the guy is. Oh, I fucking hate you. That's. Perfect. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's really good, Josh. Do you have anything oh, that you I can? I don't need to make oh, a defense. Man, make, make the argument for Fat on the Hill. You just conceded. Like I got barf going. I seen it, and that's it. I I just <laughs> I, that was it for me. Okay, Mister Thornton, you won that round. That is now two to one. You may pick the next character, please. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, let's go with Dot Matrix, um, who is the C-3PO knockoff in the movie. Uh, when we're thinking about this, think I mean, obviously, whoever's going to be the voice of Dot Matrix, they're obviously, we don't care about who's going to be in the suit or whatnot. Um, so I chose Kristen Schaal, who is the voice of Louise on Bob's Burgers. She's been in uh, Last Man Standing. It's risky. She's, it's risky, but she's funny. She's got a very distinguishable, uh, distinguishable yep. voice. Okay, yep. I think she's perfect. All right, Josh, who she you got? She is almost perfect. Mine actually is perfect. Uh, I went Jane Lynch. Uh, Ooh, who you know from a million different things. Wreck It Ralph, a ton of voices everywhere. Forty year old virgin. Jane Lynch is both tough and comedic, and can command. The way that Joan Rivers did. That listen, I, I, right now I'm I'm leaning more towards Josh. So Brian, you got to win me over on this one. Why is is why is your pick better than Josh's? He knows it is. Does that Matrix really need to be commanding in any yes. way? Yes. Yes. Joan, no, no, I don't <laughs> yes. think so. She, she really does. 
She was very she commanding. She was very commanding in that movie. Absolutely. She was the complete opposite of C-3PO. That's great. But I want you to think of, and, and CJ will, will know this, I want you to think of Louise and Bob's Burgers and how commanding of a character she is. Right. And she can pull that same exact comedic timing. All and right. she, I, I, when I think Dot Matrix, I think it's got to be a recognizable voice, something that... Jane Lynch is super recognizable. No, I don't Way agree. Way more recognizable than Kristen Shaw. I don't agree that Jane Lynch is recognizable. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly, man. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah. Uh, wholeheartedly. Listen, valiant effort. I appreciate you putting up the fight, but it's going to Josh. Uh, which, which makes this tied. Are we tied? Are we tied? Which makes this tied. We Shit. are so we we are gonna go to President Scroob. Yeah, the, let's go to President Scroob. The I, Mel Brooks character. I had a really hard time with this one, not gonna lie. I actually didn't have a hard time. Really? I feel like you should wrestle with this. This is Mel Brooks's character, and his combination is one, two, three, four, five. It's the same that's on my luggage. So I'd love to hear, Josh, who you picked. I, I can see why you would think you need to struggle because it's so important, but I went, okay, who's a bit older? Could pull off Regal, could pull off Slapstick, could pull off self-deprecating George Clooney. Ooh. Easy pick. It wasn't even it wasn't even tough. George Clooney's the guy. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. Okay, Brian, who did you pick? For all actually all the same reasons, but more of a comedic slapstick prowess, I chose Ben Stiller. Oh, I hate that so much. I know you hate it, but I imagine Ben Stiller. Like I'd go Jerry Stiller before but I that's went Ben the thing. Stiller. I, I didn't. I, I I thought Jerry Stiller, but I thought Jerry Stiller was too old. Right, but then you went. He's too Mel Brooks. Right, we need to bring him into the twenty first century, which and is make why him more I said regal. Ben Stiller. I don't, I don't think I don't think the regal part needs to really matter so much. I think the slapstick part is is what matters. I imagine Ben Stiller doing, you know, a kind of an amalgamation of like Zoolander meets like. Uh, Starsky and Hutch character, and 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 I, I I think he could do it, and I think he could do it justice. And I went I went George Clooney crosses the slapsticky Oh Brother Where Art Thou with Danny Ocean. <sighs> okay, this is tough because as soon as you said George Clooney, my gut reaction was new, no. and then I did I remembered Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and I was hoping you were going to bring that up because that's a it's a very unique character that he played. Ben Stiller, though, I mean, that's great. I, I, You know that the guy is ready to commit to, to anything. You bring in dodgeball, you bring in things like, like Zoolander, and you know that the guy is willing to, to kind of be an idiot when he needs to be, but he's also got good instincts. So this is this is really, really tough. So I'm thinking, though, all right, this is going to be controversial. I am going to pick George Clooney. You're wrong. Yes, I I just think I think no, Brian. I think um, it's worth the risk, and I think if I think he can pull it off. You know, here's here's why you're wrong, and I will respect the ruling, and I will not make you overturn it. But here's why you're wrong. When you think of comedy movies and comedy box office draws, and what Hollywood wants in their movie to get people to a comedic theater, you do not think George Clooney. You think people like Ben Stiller. You think Seth Rogen. You think Jonah Hill. So, Josh, since you uh, just won that round, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, who's our next character and who are we, uh, who are we casting? Uh, we will cast Lord Helmet. All right, and uh, Brian, I'm going to give you the honor of going to ahead and give us your, your pick for Lord Helmet. Oh, I had a tough time with this one, too. Me, too. Me, too. Because how, how can you replace Rick Rick Moranis? Moranis? Yeah. It's impossible. Um... 
I I went with Steve Carell. Okay. I mean, I don't hate it. Um, I went Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Franco? Okay. The I younger would, brother, uh, yeah, James Franco, that, tiny little guy, comedic, scrappy. That's out there. Give me the defense of Dave Franco, because I only think stoner type with him, and I can't think of much else. No, I, I, I went, uh, he's, he's a funny little dude. James Franco's the stoner. Dave Franco, uh, not so much. Um, funny little dude. He actually fits the part. He's very, very short. Like he's an inch taller than Rick Moranis. Um, he's in the same age group as the rest of the cast, which is what I, you know, sort of the theme I went with. Um, Steve Carell is far older than the rest of the cast. Funny. Yes. Um, I just, I don't see him as helmet yeah so brian i'm I'm, i can see why this was tough that's an interesting pick too with steve carell Uh, walk me through that a little bit as to to why that was your pick yeah the the only thing i struggle with uh, on this pick is that he is quite older he's even older than you know most of my cast here um i mean honestly every role i see steve carell in i just he's very rick moranis like his comedic timing his kind of he's got the ability to play kind of dumb but play like slapstick at the same time um i chose him purely on his ability as an actor i think you know with you know the hair dye and the the wonders of music movie magic we can make him look younger um to make him look like his brother's mother's cousins twice removed (laughs) um i i I still think that would be a better pick than dave franco okay so Give me with a 30 second timer. Give me why your pick is better. And we're going to start with Josh. Josh, why is your pick better? I mean, than... to revisit younger fits the cast better. He is slapsticky. Uh, he is can be perceived as sort of easily defeated. Um, I, I don't really have much else. I, I don't I don't hate Steve Carell. I just think he's way too old for the role. OK. And Brian, why? Why is your pick better? Steve Carell is Rick Moranis. End of story. <laughs> I don't think that's the end of the story. It is the end of the story. Oh, uh, I disagree. <laughs> CJ, those, those, those were those were piss poor arguments. Um, <laughs> like like I don't know why I I don't know why Steve Carell is better than Dave Franco. Like that that that's that's the part I'm I'm stuck on. Like what about Dave Franco is not Lord Helmet? What about Dave Franco? This, okay, you want to know what about? He's not the pot stoner guy. He he is. He is the friend that nobody wants to invite to the party. He is kind of... Uh, kind of Lord Helmet. Yeah, no, you're kind of making the Lord argument Helmet. there. No, 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 no. That's not Lord Helmet. He, he's, he is. He's the lonely guy. He's forever alone. That's Dave Franco. No, no. I don't think Dave Franco is that at all. I think I think Dave Franco is the the frat brother. He's the character from Neighbors who is like kind of just going with the crowd type of thing. I, I don't think he is... I went more with the now you see me too, Dave Franco, that gets sort of beat up, but always comes out on top kind of guy. I'm going to say based based off the arguments right there. Unfortunately, Brian, you just kind of hurt yourself and just sold Dave Franco. I'm sorry, Dave Franco for the point. All right. Well, since I won that round uh, uh, and can't lose this battle, I will go with the last character, Colonel Sanders. Uh, My pick was evan peters who we know as quicksilver in the x-men movies among other the the guy from kick-ass yeah yeah kick-ass evan peters yeah, okay as colonel Sanders. okay he's he's super funny 
his timing's great. He he's able to play uh, cynical, smart ass. It's uh, I, I thought he fit right away. And Brian, your pick, Jason Sudeikis. What? Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. I don't hate it. I think he's funnier. I think I think he is better. I think of his character from Horrible Bosses, the guy who like tries to be straight laced but kind of like goes off every once in a while. I think I think that's uh, the Colonel Sanders character. Okay, I'm actually leaning towards uh, Sudeikis here, Josh. Why Why is your pick uh, better than Jason Sudeikis? He's again quite a bit younger. Just fits the cast better. Um, I think he's just as sarcastic and 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 sort of expressive, uh, demonstrative. Things like that, but I don't hate Sudeikis. I just don't like him as much. Okay, well, I'm uh, I'm actually going to give it to, to to Jason here. I think Brian's pick Woo, is, is pretty pretty on lost. point. I, I'm sorry it does not award you the the win. Uh, however, it is a valiant and very close fight. But ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this cast this is Josh Burns. I tried really hard this week, and I hate you, <laughs> CJ. Oh, Brian. This this edition of Spaceballs is brought to you by one of my employees who suggested we do this today. <laughs> well, you'll get them next week, Brian. Okay, so we obviously have a lot of topics that we want to hear from you, especially when it comes to cast this. So please, uh, if you want to support our show, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Get access to topics early. Uh, early topics start at at least $5, just 5 bucks. Keeps our uh, bills on, but also gets you some exclusive access. So I am CJ Mellon. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. I always have to thank Josh Burns and Brian Thornton for joining me. And we will see you all next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Strange new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Hello, and welcome to That Kind of Nerd's podcast, a weekly show that tells you what's going on in the nerdy world. I'm CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton on a sugar high, ladies and gentlemen. Why do you have to spoil the ending? You're that guy. Oh, by the way, by the way, Kevin Spacey's guy should so say, fuck all of you. You're that guy. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. How the hell was Asshole. this? How was you having a, a ton of fruit? By the way, the f- hey, 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 hey. Bruce Willis was dead all the time. <laughs> just, just wanted to fucking ruin everything. For How you, by is the way. that a spoiler? Like, are we gonna save that for the end? Oh, by the way, everybody, Brian I want everybody sugar. to listen to this podcast saying, "Is he drunk? Is he high? Is Do he you have a problem, high? CJ, with Brian Brian's fruits by the foot? No, I don't. They they were fruity. And I do I do appreciate delicious. though the proper uh, conjugation of pluralization of fruit. Well, by the foot. you sir uh, earlier were calling them uh, fruit by the foots by the feet like no, I, fruit I, by like, the foots. For, first of all, I went I like you said the word foots and my head nearly exploded. Like foots <laughs> isn't even a word. Even, wait 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 like, wait. wait. Yeah. How did this turn on me? <laughs> Because I'm fun right now. <laughs> oh, he's Brian. fun, Brian, everybody. It's fun, Brian. What's the plural of moose? <laughs> Moosin. There you go. God, well, there's some stand right there. 
Ah. <sighs>